0: of Ghost Emoji with me Becca
1: and Me Taylor. <laughs> yes. I wonder if one day we'll ever drop the me and just be like with me and my co-host. I don't I mean, maybe. I we can hope. <laughs> I was just startled because I accidentally when I was trying to open Audacity, I guess I clicked on an icon for a scary game I have and it took forever to load and it just popped up and there's just a scary uh, image on my screen, and a sound like a dart being blown out of a dart blower. Mm, cool. It's weird how stuff like that can be scary. One time, Ryan changed the background on my computer to a really weird, scary drawing of Batman, and when I minimized the paper I had been writing, I was sitting, like, in a dark room, and it was like a screamer had popped up. And I was so scared just because I had been expecting, you know, whatever I normally had. And then it was scary Batman.
0: Mm. Good times. He's
1: a bundle of fun. Love that boy. It scared me. <laughs> just remind him next time you see him. He, who knows if he'll even remember? <laughs> well, memory's a weird thing. Oh,
0: nice segue. Did it- Shh. Because guess what we're talking about today,
1: y'all? Deja vu. (laughs) Deja vu. Which I guess could or could not be a memory thing, but it definitely, I think it fits. Did you have any theories about deja vu before you started researching it? Are you talking
0: about our really cool conversation we had in, like, middle school that people got mad at us about? It
1: was just that one guy. (laughs) He got so mad. It was, like, the first time he had ever talked to us. Me and Becca... We're in a like a after school drawing program. Most of the time there wasn't anyone else. Like me and Becca were the only really consistent students. Every now and then someone new would show up and there was this one guy who I guess just could not handle our theories about what deja vu was and eventually just turned to us and was like, can y'all shut up? And then we probably awkwardly laughed and were quiet for a minute Didn't. and then started talking again because what did he want us to do? <laughs> it's not like he was saying anything. He could have contributed. <sighs>
0: Just like a man to come in and be like, I don't like this. It doesn't matter that I'm the outsider. Mm-hmm. I'm not contributing.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. But I think our idea kind of fit in with one of these where it was something about like past lives or how many times you had died in the past or something like that. Maybe he was scared. You know, maybe it got too real for him. And he was like, I have deja vu all the time. How many times have I died? Well, he should have joined in the conversation. He was afraid of what he might learn. What a big weenie. I'm drinking water, so I'm sorry for my drinking noises. I have a water bottle as well, so
0: Mm it's all good. So, the definition of deja vu is an unexpected sense of familiarity when encountering what you believe is actually a new experience, place, person, or object and it's founding of the word is from 1876 and it's french for already seen there are related terms like deja vécu which is already experienced or already lived through deja senti already felt deja visité already visited and i think deja intendu is another one but i didn't catch that one for some reason
1: it's a brand new title of an album so I don't know. Yeah, but it's
0: an actual like phrase as well. Yeah,
1: that's why I was like, I didn't know if they were like, let's just use this one, or if it's an actual real thing, which would have been already heard. But "deja entendu" is means
0: already heard in French. Yes. Yeah, so,
1: what I tell you. My French minor going to good use right there. Yep, you did it. <laughs>
0: Noted psychiatrist Carl Jung, uh, who lived from 1875 to 1961, speculated that deja vu is the product of collective consciousness, drawing on the fragments of the body of human experience that survive from generation to generation, yet never breaching conscious memory. Jung's theory possibly arises from his own deja vu experience. During his first trip to Africa, on looking out the window of his train, Jung felt as if he was returning to a home that had been his 5,000 years earlier. In his book, Memories, Dreams, and Reflections, he described the feeling as recognition of immemorially known, which, I mean, we do all come from Africa. That's the cradle of life, so. And I don't think they knew that at that point in time. Well, I guess in the 60s, they should have.
1: They might have.
0: But I feel like there was so much sexism and racism that a lot of people did not like recognize it or they misinterpreted the way like graves were and the way bone structures were and stuff like that. So, who knows? I don't remember. I took a class on it, but I don't remember. It's been 10 years. I was
1: gonna say, my, uh, my sociology and anthropology is wildly out of date, which is sad because anthropology is really, really interesting. It is.
0: It is very interesting. Uh, reincarnation, forgotten memories, out of body experiencing. Audit- <laughs> Out of body experience, which is astral projection, and even epilepsy have all been considered possible causes of deja vu. And basically, we're going to go into like the paranormal, like some of those explanations, and then the more like science based things. I can't imagine who's going to talk about which.
1: (laughs) I don't know if anyone will be surprised if I lean one way or the other, because I definitely think it's just science. It's cool. But science is cool, man. It doesn't always have to be parallel universes and and out-of-body experiences. Sometimes. But Taylor, it's never
0: <laughs> parallel universes and out-of-body experiences. It's always science.
1: It's because we can't prove parallel universes. It's a theory. Well, I like theories. They're fun. I get it. I get it. I'm going to try and be respectful not jump in every other sentence and be like, but, say that again. Does that sound like it's real?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how that goes.
1: I'm going to zip my lip. I'm zipping it right now. Zip. So this is the one that I, like,
0: not necessarily, like, believe. Don't get me wrong. But it's the one I find the most, like, compelling and interesting. And it's the one that, like, I want to believe the most. You know what I mean? Like, that's my big I want to believe poster. <laughs> In the corner of my office is parallel universes, multi-universes. What's the photo
1: on it, on your poster?
0: It's two drawings of like the same person, but like dressed slightly different. Are
1: they like touching their hands together? Yeah. I like that. It's
0: perfect. (laughs) So the parallel universe theory is the concept that we live among millions of parallel universes containing millions of versions of ourselves carrying out our own lives with a diversity of different possibilities. It's always been like, cool and exciting like and it's a neat idea of like oh in some universe maybe i'm doing way better than this fucking one do you know what i mean
1: yeah um <laughs> but you can't get to that one that's maybe we don't know yet i guess there's fringe mhm i love fringe fringe is good i wanna rewatch it real bad but it's not streaming anywhere uh, yeah they took it off of was it on netflix for a long yeah. time yeah
0: So believers in this theory claim that the human experience of deja vu can be explained by considering the unsettling feeling of having lived a moment before as like a crossover with a parallel universe, which sounds really like kind of lame, but so there's a physicist that we'll talk about who kind of explains how that could possibly work if it could possibly happen. But it means that whatever you're doing while experiencing the deja vu a parallel version of you is doing it in a different universe simultaneously, therefore creating an alignment between the two universes. Sadly, it's not really like backed by a whole lot of scientific evidence, which means, you know, it basically is just, it's fun theory. It could be true. It could not be true. Who knows?
1: My first thought would be, it seems so unlikely that with so many, two of them would overlap like that. If, it's, if they're supposed to be, like, overlaid. So I wonder, like, does it have to be that you're in, like, the same spot in these parallel universes? But then again, if there's so... Like, if there's an infinite number, I guess it would stand to reason that it's not that uncommon.
0: I mean, literally, if parallel universes exist, there means that there's literally a parallel universe that's exactly like this one going at the exact same time, but... My eyes are brown instead of blue. That's it. That's the only thing that's different. Like, and it could be anything. You know what I mean?
1: Like, but. That stuff starts to just really hurt my brain. (laughs) Because it's, like, something like that, at least with the brown eye, blue eye thing, everything is the same, I guess, but there's just that one difference. I start Mm -hmm. to think about, like, there's one where instead of every meal I eat is different. Every decision, like, in this one, I had to pee and I went. In this one, I had to pee and I held it. In this one, like, I think of all the video games I make where I make decisions, and in each one, like, you know, I turned left or turned right. And this one, I turned left, but I turned left, like, two seconds later. And I guess that's where the whole infinity thing comes in, and I just can't wrap my my dang old brain around it. But just the, the number of, like, I blinked a different number of times today, but everything else is identical. Yep. Ugh. I mean, that's basically uh, the,
0: the whole idea. Is like there's an infinite amount, and some of them are so minute that it's like it almost barely could be called parallel because it's it's so close. Do you know what I mean? But then there's ones that are vastly different. But so
1: then, if you would be experiencing deja vu all the time because there would be so many that are so close. But the thing is, okay, so Dr. Michio Kaku, I think I'm
0: pronouncing that correctly. Um, he's an American theoretical physicist, futurist, popularizer of science, and professor of theoretical physics in the City of College of New York and CUNY Graduate Center. Sorry, I just wanted to talk about all the things that he's done because <laughs> in the website that I found, they just literally called him Doctor Like Kaku, and I was like, he's talking about physics, and he obviously has a PhD. Like, why didn't you fucking talk about like all of the things that he's doing? But whatever, <laughs> it's just a little disrespectful, but that's fine. Okay, so he talks about how forms of deja vu can be induced in subjects and experiments, which goes along with, I think, one of the theories that you talk about later, which is that it's simply just fragments of memory that we've stored in our brain that can be elicited by moving into an environment that resembles something that we've already experienced. So it's not even, you know, it's, we don't have to invoke the whole parallel universe or multiverse thing to explain the majority of deja vu experiences. But... Apparently, physicists do believe that there is a multiverse. I mean, obviously not every physicist, but it's like a widely popular theory. It could lend to the theory that deja vu might be caused by your ability to flip between different universes, which goes back to what we were talking about, where it's like, well, wouldn't you be just experiencing deja vu all the time? But basically, Professor Steve Weinberg, who like he's a theoretical physicist and Nobel Prize winner, who also supports the idea of a multiverse, said that, so there's an infinite number of parallel universes coexisting with us at the same time, like within the same room, like in your living room, there's infinite amounts of universes going on happening at the same time. It's, it's too crowded in here. I'm really, yeah. <laughs> it's too crowded. But an, ex- an example of like how it's similar is there are hundreds of different radio waves being broadcast all around you from distant stations. And at any given instant your office or car or living room is full of these radio waves. However, if you turn on a radio, you can listen to only one frequency at a time. And these other frequencies are not in phase with each other. So each station has a different frequency and a different energy. And as a result, your radio can only be turned to one broadcast at a time. Likewise, in our universe, we're tuned into the frequency that corresponds to our physical reality, But since there are an infinite number of parallel realities coexisting with us in the same room, even though we can't tune into them, and so while your radio is tuned to pick up a certain frequency, and thus a single radio station, our universe consists of atoms that are oscillating at a unique frequency that other universes are vibrating at. So universes are, this is all him talking, (laughs) universes are usually not in phase which is vibrating at the same frequency with each other due to divisions caused by time but when they are in phase it's theoretically possible to move back and forth between universes so although it's uncertain it could be possible that when you're experiencing deja vu you're vibrating in unison with a parallel universe and i mean he seemed skeptical about that it's like it's a it's a fun theory like i said but it's basically like you know how sometimes when you tune the radio i feel like it's It's like you'll get two different things at once, and it makes me wonder if maybe it's like two things overlapping so closely you can feel it, and that's what deja vu is. Since we're all just like energy, and so it stands that it's possible it may be like our vibrations. Dr. Kack, there's a couple of like videos on YouTube that if you type in Dr. Michio, M I C h i o k a k u you can like watch videos of him talking about like physics and parallel universes and stuff like that and i mean it's not necessarily that he like believes in it and is saying like this is the truth it's more that he's talking about like how that would theoretically work which is very interesting
1: man this just really makes me want to watch fringe again
0: (sighs) i just like the idea of like Multiple universes and and things like that. Because I'm also like, how many universes, like, did Ryan and I get together? How many universes are Taylor and I best friends? How many? And it's like, I'd like to think that in, like, the majority of them it's like that.
1: But, you know. What if we're the minority? Is that why I don't don't get deja vu very often anymore? Maybe. Oh, my God. I want to be unique. I want to be a unique little flower. Do you think there's another Taylor out there with... Prettier hair than me. No. She's probably better at drawing too. No. She probably has like a bunch of dogs. That might be true. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a
0: tailor out there that has no kitty.
1: Oh, I do love kitty though. I yeah. I so see kitty instead of a dog. This next one was kind of hard for me to wrap my brain around too.
0: I don't understand it at all.
1: When I tried to look it up, it kept ta- taking me to like the overall like hologram theory, not just as it pertains to deja vu but how it ties into the idea that the world we live in is a simulation kind of thing which is more it's very similar to
0: the whole like glitch in reality sort of theory Mm -hmm. so i don't know it's it's one of those i just kind of put it in because i was like i've never even heard of this so
1: it's difficult for me to comprehend it like i feel like every time i start to get close to it it just kind of wriggles out of my grasp but I have a, an elementary enough understanding of it that when tied into the idea that the world is like a hologram simulation kind of thing, or like a computer program, that mm. this one, honestly, of the paranormal alternative theories is the one that I would buy into the most. But maybe not this exact explanation of it i don't know parts of it were strange it says that the hologram theory is the idea that our memories are formed like a three-dimensional image um so they've got like a structured frame network to them i just keep seeing like the matrix and like the green lines like the graph paper looking like computer animations (laughs) zero one 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 zero 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 one one zero zero one one zero 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 yeah Um anyway, so this theory was originally proposed by Dutch psychiatrist Herman Snow, and he suggests that the entire formation of a memory can be reconstructed from one element. And this was the part where I was kind of like, I don't get how this ties into the hologram thing, because he says that if there's one stimulus in your environment, like a sound or a smell, that reminds you of a previous uh, previous moment that you have experienced, that you can recreate the entire memory just like a hologram. But I was like, that's the same kind of idea of a lot of other ones where it's like you smell something and you have a, like some kind of false memory tied to it from smelling it before and feeling like you've been there when really it's just, you're riding in someone's car that smells like someone else's car kind of thing. And like, maybe it takes you back and you feel nostalgic, but it's not really the same as like deja vu, I guess the way he said it, he thought that it explained deja vu by suggesting that, that when something in our current environment reminds us of our past, our brain makes connection to the past and produces a hologram of the memory to make it feel like we were reliving it. Which, again, I just, I'm like, if, if, if you're in a room and you're experiencing something entirely different, but then you, like, smell, you know, a perfume or you go in someone's house and it reminds you of, like, your grandparents' house... Is your brain then going to make you believe that you're in your grandparents' house? Or is it going to make you think that you've been in this house before kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just not smart enough. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the
0: problem with some of these is, like, uh, some of them require, like, understanding physics to really, like, understand the concepts that they're talking about. This one, not necessarily. This one is kind of stupid to me, but... um, (laughs) Just because I'm like, I don't think memories are a three dimensional thing. I think they're literally like, they're a story that you tell yourself over and over and over. And that's why like things change because each time you tell the story, it's further from like the base material in the same way that every time you like save an image from a saved image, it's not, it's degraded. So I don't know. About that packet loss. I think the hologram theory sounds like some bullshit, <laughs> but it's fun. It's a fun idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like what I was saying. This one specifically, I feel like doesn't really tie into what... When it said hologram theory, I thought it was going to tie into the idea that we live in a simulation, and that deja vu is literally like a, a an error in that simulation. Right. But it's not quite no. that. Mm-mm. So hologram theory overall, but as it pertains to deja vu maybe not not so much so next on the paranormal list of reasons
0: that could explain deja vu is precognitive dreams um a precognitive dream is a dream that we have that predicts something that happens in the future like someone finds themselves in a situation that they'd previously dreamed about uh, a lot of people report having precognitive dreams about great tragedies, like the sinking of the Titanic, which suggests that like humans have subconscious sixth sense, which is an interesting idea. And I mean, maybe there are people who are in tune to that sort of thing. I don't know. I've never experienced anything like that. But I'm also really unaware of my surroundings all the time. So <laughs> I can't. Imagine what it's like to be super, like, hyper aware. But it could explain deja vu by suggesting that the moment that we have this experience of, like, living something before is when we've previously dreamed about present happenings. Like, uh, you might have a dream about driving on a certain road, and then later you drive on the same road as the one in your dream. You have a precognitive recollection of the road, which allows you to recognize it. But since dreaming's not a conscious process. It explains why we don't consciously recognize the stimulus, which is the road from the example. But we still feel like it's familiar.
1: I feel like my dreams are are too weird for me to ever have one and then have something happen in real life that is like my dreams.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I had, as a kid, I had like a lot of nightmares about my grandpa dying. But like, it was because I was scared he was gonna die. Not because they weren't precognitive because the way he died in the dreams and the age I was and the age he was was all wrong. I'm not saying like other people's precognitive dreams are like this, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, I, I feel like you could like look into anything and kind of go like, oh, it meant this. But really, again, since it's your memory, every time you like tell it to yourself, especially with dreams where they're so bizarre, you know what I mean? And, like, when you wake up, half the time you don't remember most of it. We're just like, are you maybe filling things in after the fact,
1: you know? Yeah, well, and this seems like it kind of lends itself more to being, like, a clairvoyant type thing versus Mm -hmm. deja vu.
0: Yeah, It's I guess it's the idea that like you predicted this in your dream and then you're like, oh, well, I've already lived through this because I did it in my dream. And it's like, I don't don't know if that's the same thing, because deja vu is a very specific feeling of like, it always hits me in a moment where I'm not expecting it. Like I'll be doing something really not even mundane. It's like something brand new and it'll hit me and it's like this weird I think Cherie calls it, like, someone walked over
1: my grave. Oh, when she has her little shudder?
0: Yeah, that's what happens when I get deja vu, is, like, it feels just like your whole body's like, whoa, no thank you.
1: (laughs) When I get deja vu, it's more of, like, it's, like, a feeling in my gut, and it's a weird mixture of, like, a nostalgic feeling, and just kind of, like, pausing to be like, have I been here before? And usually it's about having a conversation with someone. I feel like my most recent one was I was talking to Mark about something while we were, like, going to sleep. And I just had this really vivid feeling that I had had this specific, like, YouTube video playing in the background. And we were talking about a specific thing that had happened. And I felt like I'd been there before. But That's one of those things where, like, of of course I haven't. But it's still something kind of mundane. Mm. That weird nostalgia feeling, I remember when I was really little... I was trying to explain it to my parents because I didn't like it. Just the weird, like, gut feeling. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, it's a really weird feeling. Like, like I'm a dried up worm. And they were like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) That's a really good explanation because it feels bad.
1: I don't like it. Like, it always freaks me out. You feel kind of flat, like you're not fully there. You're in the shape of a worm, but you can't do worm things. It's... I don't know. I think that it alarmed them a little bit. And I don't know, kids explain things weird, but that always stuck with me, that that was the best way I could think to <laughs> to describe what I thought deja vu felt like. I mean,
0: accurate, <laughs> if we're being real.
1: Maybe if someone has, like, really mundane dreams, that could work, like... With Ryan and his grocery shopping dreams, maybe he has, like, dreamed of picking up a specific can of, like, tomato sauce, and then he's been in a grocery store, IRL, and picked up some spaghetti sauce. I don't know if he has deja vu very often, though. Yeah, I feel like I don't have it very often. That one I described with the YouTube video thing was my most recent one, and the fact that it's the only one I can really actively remember makes me feel like I don't have it very much anymore.
0: I have it a lot, but, I mean, I don't have a very good memory, so I feel like it doesn't really count.
1: <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it's just
0: me not remembering things properly.
1: Oh, it can it can mean different things, I guess, theoretically. We'll get to that later, but that was part of one of the explanations I found out. What it could mean about, like, your actual memory. Man, look at it. There's so many paranormal explanations. And not that many science ones. <laughs> It's because people love to be like, this makes me feel weird. Maybe it's this. Meanwhile, science is like, it's not that. But what if it is? (laughs) It's not that. It's not. (laughs) But what if it is? The next one on the list is reincarnation, which the general theory of it is that you have lived as someone else in a previous life before you were born into this life um and this one i think it's not like it doesn't seem like it's specific to like any religions that believe in reincarnation but just reincarnation Mm -hmm. in general
0: it's the idea that like you're doing something in this current like reality and you do it and you're like oh i feel like i've like met this person or seen this thing or talked to someone who looks like you before and it's basically saying like well you did but in a previous life like you did this exact same thing, or you experienced this same thing, but it was a different life. It's not necessarily paranormal, but it's more the idea that, like, it's basically, like, the science-y version of the paranormal theories. Where it's saying, like, it's just your temporal lobe going, like, we've experienced this before, but it's linked to, like, I guess your soul or whatever that's been reincarnated. Hmm. So it's a weird merging of the two, I guess. That's my how I read into it anyways. Hmm.
1: So, let's see. Although there are some intriguing accounts of people who seem to recall accurate personal details of their past lives, believers in reincarnation claim that the majority of us move into the next life with no recollection. Recollection? Recollection of the previous (laughs) one. This means that we don't carry any direct memories from our old life, And believers in reincarnation say that we come into our new life with a set of signals that reflect states of consciousness, and this means that the memories created on one level of consciousness cannot be retrieved in another, like being able to recall something that happened to you while you were drunk. Um, as deja vu occurs in an abnormal level of consciousness, the theory of reincarnation would explain the experience by referring to the moment as a signal from a previous life. Um, there could be a trigger in the environment which allows the transition of consciousness to occur, like you recognize a certain sound, smell, um, an image from our previous existence, um, and then momentarily remember the previous life which would explain why we feel like we are reliving the past in the present. And this one, again, you can't really scientifically prove it. I guess that one, it makes more sense. When I first started reading it, I was thinking it was saying you would like see someone from your previous life or do something again. And I was like, but if the average person lives to be like 60 or 80, I mean, just the jumps in like technology and culture and everything, it just seems unlikely that, Even as a young person, or especially as a young person, like something you do when you're 10 or 15, you know, you're not going to recognize that from a previous life. Yeah. Because the chances of you doing something the same way, whether it's like driving a car, talking on the phone, listening to music, all of the modes of doing it would be so different. But maybe for things like smell or possibly music, if you listen to older music you might have a Mm -hmm. higher chance of of hearing something like that. Maybe visiting a place that hasn't been changed up very much. But Mm -hmm. I would say this one, as we move forward, and at least in the area that we live, like in America, things change so quickly from one generation to the next that I would be really surprised if there's very much that overlaps. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: it it's sort of one of those that's maybe doesn't apply for every area, yeah. Of like where deja vu occurs, like it wouldn't make sense, like if you're driving a car and you're like, "I've had this exact same experience," because it's like, well, what if your recollection is? I don't know.
1: I'm driving my my Model <laughs> T. Yeah,
0: it presupposes a lot of things have to be real for it to be true. Mm-hmm. So I'm
1: surprised by how many of these bring up like smell or sound and i feel like so many times when i've experienced deja vu it's usually a visual thing i can't remember smelling a smell and being like i've smelled this before
0: i definitely have had all of them
1: was that one of them what's deja smelled uh deja (laughs) smelled um
0: (laughs) i don't know deja whiff (laughs) uh who knows
1: because I've smelled things and definitely had, like, a nostalgic memory, like, attached to it. But I don't think I've ever been, like, transported to the point that I feel like I've been there before. Tell me about those glitches.
0: So, the last theory, and then we'll move into science finally. Science. Is a glitch in reality, which is basically the Matrix
1: theory. <laughs> so. So this one could kind of tie into that other one that I was excited mm-hmm. about. hmm hmm
0: So, the glitch theory is, like, possibly the most bizarre. It's from Listverse. It's 10 Fascinating Theories to Explain Deja Vu. Fascinating and bizarre. Mm Mm-hmm. It's from 2016, and it's on Listverse, and it's by Jaden Colin Michael Nolan. Thanks, Jaden. What a name. Yeah, it's a lot of names. It's a lot of first names. So, deja vu may seem like a minor moment in your lifetime, which you, like, forget about almost immediately after it happens. But if this theory is true, then deja vu could actually be like a phenomenal event. Um, the glitch theory describes deja vu as a momentary breakdown in our reality. Einstein famously suggested that there's no such thing as time, um, that time is a human creation made to establish order and structure. However, time might simply be an illusion from which deja vu gives us a small break, which would explain why we have feel like we've, why we feel like we've lived the moment before. If time is a made-up convention, then what we believe to be the past, present, and future are actually all happening simultaneously. Therefore, when déjà vu occurs, we're simply slipping into a greater level of consciousness where we're able to live more than one experience at the same time. This theory has wider implications, too, that if déjà vu is really a glitch in reality, that it may mean that damage to the foundations of our universe are created whenever an experience of déjà vu occurs. Some people hypothesize that these are the moments when UFOs can be sighted because deja vu opens up bridges between different realities.
1: Hmm. Huh. I did not know that. Me either. (laughs) Uh, for, I mean, they didn't have me for the whole thing, but I definitely, I left my body at the end. And I'll just, I'll be back (laughs) when we, when we come back to ourselves, because that's a pretty bold statement that UFOs make up bridges between different realities.
0: Well, if it makes you feel any better. Um, so I I don't necessarily believe this, but like the matrix theory, I don't believe it either. But at the same time, like I have experienced seeing like the same, like thing happen twice in a row and being like, I thought I already saw that or doing something and knowing that I did it. And then, realizing that I didn't do it and being like but I did I know I remember like I can recall this four seconds ago I did this thing also I thought definitely there was a glitch in reality which I talked about this last time when I saw your doppelganger across the fucking road I was like holy shit (laughs) they they like copy pasted another tailor across the street on accident what the fuck is happening but
1: there was just a girl who looked like me
0: Yes, thank God. Because if not, I probably would have just passed out.
1: (sighs) So, what are the like? I want to know what are the things that you've seen twice. You can't just leave me dangling like that. (laughs) I can't remember like specifically, but I know I've had that feeling of like. Mm. Well,
0: Mm. it happened a long time ago. I'm not gonna like remember it exactly, and even if I do, whatever memory it is, I'm going to just be retelling it. It's not. It's
1: amazing. Exactly.
0: I know it's only happened once. Like, the thing where I witnessed, like, the same thing, like, cross the road twice. Was it, like, a black
1: cat, like, in The Matrix? Were you watching The Matrix?
0: No. (laughs) No.
1: Were you on the set of The Matrix?
0: I feel like it was... Watching a car back out and then watching it back out again, but in the exact same motion, it wasn't like there wasn't any variation.
1: Sometimes I feel like that when I'm watching people pull out of their cars or pull out of, like, their parking spaces in a parking garage and, like, three cars mm-hmm. will pull out simultaneously, perfectly synced, and then, like, drive out. I'm just like, someone programmed that one car and it was just like, this animation is choice. I'm just gonna triple up. Yep. <laughs> But, I mean,
0: I'm not saying, like, I see it all the time. I'm just saying, like, I've seen it at least once, and it freaked me out. And I was like, eh, it's just coincidence. That's why
1: I want, because I haven't seen that. And I just want to know. It's like with the lightning balls. I just want to see them. Everyone else gets to see them. What about me? This is why I don't believe in anything. They won't show it to me. They're hiding <laughs> they it from you me. know you won't believe it anyways. <laughs> if I saw it, maybe. Uh if I see it and I can't parse it in my brain, maybe I will cross over. You're going to be in the other, in the Berenstain universe. <laughs> I'm going to cross out of this one. Goodbye. How many Berenstain, ba- ba- Bornstein, Bornstein, Borenstino, Borenstina? How many parallel bear universes are there? I want to know. <laughs> it's just a family of Frankensteins. Small
0: Frankensteins monster. Big Frankenstein's monster, medium-sized Frankenstein's monster, and then Frankenstein himself is the dad. Bad dad. Bad
1: dad. All right, it's time for me to shine. These aren't as exciting, and I only have like two or three of them. But this is science checking in here to tell you about what's deja vu. I'm your host, Taylor. Bored already. (laughs) No. It's (laughs) fascinating. Okay, first... Theory, and by theory, I, mean, I guess these are still theories because there's multiple things. They can't actually totally prove what they are, but science thinks that one of the explanations could be it's a temporal lobe malfunction. So they've done studies looking at epileptic patients and they made some impressive breakthroughs in the understanding of deja vu because sometimes when someone has like an epileptic seizure, They've described the feeling as, like right beforehand, as feeling like deja vu. And so when they're trying to figure out where the seizures are coming from, they put electrodes inside their brains to figure out where it's coming from. And when the patients experience deja vu during the procedure, they've been able to see where it's actually coming from. Um, and they said that they discovered the phenomenon takes place in the medial temporal lobe, which is responsible for memory. Um, they're usually placed in the rhinal cortex, which is in the hippocampus. Which I know where the hippo. Hi- I know where the hippocampus is, um, and that's responsible for long-term memory formation. Um, there's a team of French scientists that found that it was firing a current into the cortex, and that's what triggers an episode of déjà vu. So they think it's some sort of electrical phenomenon in the medial temporal lobe that makes us think that the memory is deja vu or that we've already experienced it before. So not, not as spooky or, or cool, I guess, but just the fact that we can look at the brain now, because it it's difficult to study just because of how quickly it comes and goes, that... They've had a really hard time imaging the brain when it's happening. That's because you're
0: seeing two versions of the same brain that are in (laughs) frequency with each other. And that's why it doesn't work. It just breaks the machine. You're welcome.
1: Um, I just explained it. (laughs) Um, There was another one uh, or like another instance that they talked about in this study um, that wasn't necessarily epileptic or patients with epilepsy. Um, but in the UK, they had found a couple of patients who experienced chronic deja vu. Um, it was four senior citizens who encountered the feeling on a consistent basis. So they felt as if they were clairvoyant. They wouldn't go to the doctor because they already knew what the doctor would say. They didn't like watching the news because they feel like they already knew what was going to happen. And that's because anytime they did do those things, you know, they felt like the doctor had already given them the same course of treatment before, or they'd watch the news and feel like they'd already seen it. Um, And each individual, when they did go to the doctor finally for the specific problem, um, found that they were having some sort of problem in the temporal lobe of their brain. And they were basically always experiencing some sort of electrical current. They said it was like the sense was stuck in the on position. And the rest of the article went on to say that just because we don't know the reason for a phenomenon or sensation, our mind assigns meaning to it, but it's not necessarily the correct one.
0: Weirdly enough, I actually read a uh, article about a 23-year-old British man with constant deja vu, and they thought it had been triggered by anxiety, mm-hmm. um, which is like the first time they'd linked those. Apparently, for minutes, and sometimes even longer, the patient would feel like he was reliving experiences. He likened the frightening episodes to being in the psychological thriller film Donnie Darko. There was one instance where he went to get a haircut, and as he walked in, he got the feeling of deja vu. And then he had deja vu of the deja vu, and he couldn't think of anything else. And apparently, for eight years, he felt trapped in a time loop. Eight years? Yeah. The more distressed he became by the experience, the worse it seemed to get. And, um... Just rough.
1: I wonder how many times but, he went to the doctor in those eight years. Well, apparently the brain scans appeared
0: normal, suggesting the cause was psychological rather than neurological. And it doesn't like prove a link between anxiety and deja vu. But it apparently, even though you said that there was it was three senior citizens, um,
1: four senior unlike citizens. many other what four senior citizens,
0: four Excuse sorry, you. um, unlike other memory problems deja vu apparently happens to young people more often Mm -hmm. it's people first experience deja vu at about the age of six or seven and it happens most often between the ages of 15 and 25 before tailing off as people get older which is a weird thing Mm -hmm. but i don't know it was just weird that he had that and it sounds horrible like
1: yeah, I would feel like I was in, a like, an episode of The Twilight Zone. That's,
0: I mean, when he was talking about the whole, like, Donnie Darko thing where it's, like, you feel like you're going back and forth constantly, like, that sounds so hard to try and wrap your brain around. I
1: haven't seen Donnie Darko in a minute. That one wasn't, like, a time loop, was it? I know there was, like, some time travel wormhole stuff in there. But... Um, yeah, I guess... I was gonna say, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch it again. <laughs> but...
0: <laughs> I can't remember. I rewatched it like not recently, but I think in the last five or six years, and it wasn't like for all of the kind of like flack it got of being sort of Edgy. like overrated when we were <laughs> yeah when we were in college. It's honestly a very like interesting film. It's an interesting idea. Like I don't know, people love to hate on shit. So I
1: know. Well, they were talking about how or not talking about they. I think they were supposed to be a showing of it in Wood sometime soon, but I'm out of town so much this month. But even if I wanted to give it a shot, I think I'm gone the weekend that it's on. Damn it. That would definitely give me some high school feelings for sure. Get that nostalgia going. (laughs) Maybe you'll have deja vu. Baby. Baby I will, baby I won't. Tell me about...
0: Memory checking? Yeah. So, byproduct of memory checking. Deja vu was thought to be caused by the brain making false memories... Um, but research by Akira O'Connor at the University of St. Andrews, UK, and his team now suggests that that's wrong. Deja vu's fleeting and unpredictable nature makes it difficult to study. So O'Connor and his colleagues developed a way to trigger the sensation of deja vu in the lab, which is goes back to what Dr. Kaku was talking about, mm-hmm. how, like, you can simulate it, like, you can trigger it in, like... People. Well,
1: that's what I – the way they kept saying that it was this sensation of deja vu and, like, yeah. simulating it. I was like, is there a difference between, like uh, – what's the word? Like, genuine deja vu and the feeling like you're having it? I don't or know. the same thing?
0: I mean, I have no idea. Because, I mean, deja vu, It's it's weird because, like, you know, we've given this feeling a term – and, I mean, language can only do so much to, like, express, like, a feeling and obviously it might feel, like, slightly different to every person because you can't share experiences or feelings or whatever. Yeah,
1: but it's wildly ex- – I mean, I think I read somewhere that, like, up to 70% of people experience it at least once, if not often.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, even when you were talking about, like, how deja vu is triggered for you versus how deja vu is triggered for me, I mean, it, it varies. Mm-hmm so I don't know it's just but everyone agrees it's the same thing so there's yes, something yes. in there so I mean it's it's an umbrella term for like I think not like a wide variety of feelings or anything like that but I feel like it's it's maybe not I feel like there's probably like more specific versions of deja vu maybe mm-hmm. and that's what they're talking about I don't know like the simulation versus genuine mm-hmm. and maybe it's like different varying levels of intensity who knows So the technique involves telling a person a list of related words such as bed, pillow, night, dream, but not the keyword linking them together, which in this case is sleep. So when the person is later quizzed on the words they've heard, they tend to believe that they've also heard sleep, which is a false memory. So to create the feeling of deja vu, O'Connor's team first asked people if they had heard any words beginning with the letter S. The volunteers replied that they hadn't. This means when they were later asked if they had heard the word sleep, they were able to remember that they couldn't have, but at the same time, the word felt familiar. They report having this strange experience of deja vu, says O'Connor.
1: His team used fMRI, or is it just MRI? It said fMRI, so I don't know if it's a specific specific type or if there's just a typo in the article I was reading. So they used that to scan the brains of 21 volunteers
0: while they experienced this triggered deja vu. Uh, We might expect that areas of the brain involved in memories such as the hippocampus would be active, but this wasn't the case. O'Connor's team found that the frontal areas of the brain that are involved in decision-making were active instead.
1: Which, again, this kind of flings back in the face of the one we just read, that was like, it's the hippocampus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, (laughs) who the fuck
1: knows?
0: (laughs) O'Connor thinks that the frontal regions of the brain are probably checking through our memories and sending signals if there's some kind of memory error which is a conflict between what we've actually experienced and what we think we've experienced. Um, And it suggests that there might be some conflict resolution going on in the brain during deja vu, says Stephen Kohler at the University of Western Ontario in Canada. Canada. If these findings are confirmed, they suggest that deja vu is a sign from your brain's memory checking system. Oh, it's a sign that your brain's memory checking system is working well and you're less likely to misremember events. So deja vu is more common in younger people and trails off in old age as memory deteriorates. (sighs) Which, I mean, that makes sense. And it it does, like, I can see why it would be your brain, like, going, is this true? Is this something we've actually felt before? Because I definitely feel like when I'm having deja vu, my brain is going, like, is this real? Have I experienced this before? Like, why does this feel so bad? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I, I get what they're saying. But Christopher Moulin at Pierre Mendes, France University in Grenoble, Grenoble, says the findings do not bode well for people who don't experience deja vu at all. Without being unkind, they don't reflect on their memory systems, he says. But people who don't experience deja vu might just have better memory systems in the first place, says O'Connor. If they're not making memory errors, then there's no trigger for deja vu, he says. Well, fine.
1: I-, I liked that there was at least, like, two different things. Because you can get information, but then depending on how you interpret it, you know, the result of a study can be kind of subjective. Yeah, that's very true. I thought it was interesting that you just said earlier about how your memory was bad. And so that's how, or that's why you... I think it's why I do still have it a lot. It's just your brain double checking.
0: I, I mean, that makes sense. It's it's going like, I know I don't remember shit good, so maybe this isn't real. <laughs>
1: And then I, people have told me I have a good memory, but I also, sometimes I I completely forget something ever happened, or I'll completely edit someone out of a memory. So I guess you could interpret it either way, and they aren't, like, mutually exclusive. Yeah. The last one we've got on our list of scientific reasons for deja vu is cryptomnesia. I hope I'm saying that right. It sounds kind of paranormal, cryptomnesia. It does. It does. Is this where you have amnesia about seeing cryptids? No, but we could say it is. I don't know if anyone knows what this is anyway. Nobody's going to fact check me. <laughs> don't fact check me. The actual cryptomnesia, what it is, is not cryptid amnesia. Um, it's where information, is, where information that's been learned is forgotten, but it's still stored in the brain. Um, and then when similar occurrences invoke the contained knowledge... It leads to a feeling of familiarity because the event or experience that you're going through has already been experienced even if you don't actively remember it. So you get that deja vu feeling about something that you might have actually already done and you just don't remember doing it in the past. Um, Some experts suggest that memory is a process of reconstruction rather than a recall of fixed established events. This reconstruction comes from the stored components involving elaborations, distortions, and omissions. Um, each successive recall of an event is merely a recall of the last reconstruction. So kind of like you were talking about before with like an image. Every time you mm-hmm. you know scan a new copy of it, it downgrades in quality. Um, the proposed sense of recognition, i.e. deja vu, involves achieving a good match between the present experience... And your stored data. Yeah. So basically that one is kind of what the other two were trying to disprove, which is like the false memory kind of thing. It's a memory that's been so degraded that you have it. And then when you experience something similar, you feel like you've been there before and you have, Mm -hmm. you just don't remember it correctly. So it feels like it's a a new experience, but similar enough, I guess, that you feel like you've been there before. If that makes but sense. But you haven't. So that's that's what we have on Deja Vu. It's a big chunk.
0: So what are your recommendations this week?
1: Um, I have one. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. Um, and I've been retweeting some of these on the Ghost Emoji Twitter. Uh, it's a artist named Trevor Henderson at Slimy Swamp Ghost on Twitter. And they just do kind of cool illustrations. He does... Some of them are, like, illustrated GIFs and stuff like that, but they're just kind of spooky and scary. And, and of course, like, he retweets other horror-related things. So if you're looking for just ca- some kind of, like, scary inspiration to to go with your spooky aesthetic, then I don't know if Tre- Trevor Henderson is his real name or if that's, like, a a spooky name. <laughs> I don't know. But, um... So his handle yeah. is Slimy Swamp Ghost, which I'm into. So give give him a follow. What about you? Dear David is gonna be. Is, aren't they turning it into a movie? I heard they were doing a movie, which then made me think that it was fake. And he was like, "It ain't fake," and I'm just like, "All right, well, now you're gonna die on a, in a movie."
0: Yeah, I'm just like, I feel like you're just inviting more people in to be like, now you have it.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I was no, like, now you. it's gonna turn into one of those films where they're like, everyone on set died. It's cursed. Yeah, you know, it's I don't know how that's a, gonna go. It's a, a but... poltergeist, you know, exorcist situation where,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, sure, the movie does okay, but now you're all dead. Was it worth it? If, yeah. <laughs> if you
0: haven't read uh, the whole Dear David, like, Twitter thing it's um this whole
1: yeah we've talked about him before
0: yeah just as a refresher adam ellis um his twitter handle is moby underscore dickhead and you can read it all basically but it's this cataloging of this ghost haunting his apartment is it real he says it is who knows honestly but it's fucking scary so if you want to scare the shit out of yourself take a gander but um, yeah, yeah really so no, that's his
1: storytelling. Yeah. Uh, very good. Prowess is <laughs> very good. You know, go from just being a funny, you know, comic artist to uh-huh. grade A haunting victim. It's top notch
0: entertainment. Lots
1: of props. He's got good videos. He's got good images. Yep,
0: yep. And um, my other recommendation is, I finished reading twice in a week. Carry on by Rainbow Rowell, and it's about two wizard boys falling in love, and it's good. So if you're looking for something like easy-to-read, light fantasy, also romance, just give it a gander. Give Give it a spin. Also, you could read Fangirl, which comes before it, which is about basically their fictional universe is... Kind of like Harry Potter in Fangirl. And she writes fan fiction about it. And it's just, it's a fun, it's fun. Just read it. It's great. That's it for me.
1: You can find us on Twitter also at Ghost Emoji Show. You can email us questions, comments, or just say hello at Ghost Emoji Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to give us a like. And uh, subscribe or some stars or something. You can do that over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Podbean has their own. That's where we're hosted on. And I'm sure we're other places also if you want to go looking. But uh, we appreciate everybody who who listens each week. So thanks for giving us a little bit of your time. We appreciate you. Yep. That does it. Do you want to take us out?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Always say goodbye. Bye. Bye.